0: Welcome to AUSA's Army Matters podcast, focusing on what's important to the total Army community. We bring vital Army conversations and interviews on issues relevant to soldiers, military families, and all of you amazing Army supporters. Rotating each week, our show includes Soldier Today, leading great teams, family voices, and thought leaders. Let's tune into the show.
1: everyone. I'm Holly Daly, your host for this Family Voices segment of AUSA's Army Matters podcast series. You were just listening to the American Military Spouses Choir. In just a moment, you will hear from two of their members, Heidi Ackerman and Deirdre Stubbs. Also joining us today on our podcast is Victoria Vanderburgh McAdoo, who wrote Lima, Oscar, Victor, Echo, You. As we discuss our topic, finding happiness and connecting through music, I ask you, our listeners, to think about what brings you joy and happiness. To start our discussion, please help me welcome back to Family Voices, Maria McConville, spouse of the Chief of Staff of the Army, General James McConville, and Alexandra Grinston, spouse of the Sergeant Major of the Army, Michael Grinston. Hi, Maria and Alexandra. Thank you for joining us here again on Family Voices. Well, hello, Holly. This is Maria. Thanks so much for having us
2: again. AUSA has been so wonderful about hosting these podcasts for us. I've told you the purpose of this, but to share again with our listeners, we as the senior leadership of the Army, Alexandra and myself, we wanted to be able to get some information out to Spouses and family members, you'd think in this world of instantaneous messaging and social media that everybody would know all the updates and things that go on in the Army, but of course that's not true. And so we figured this would be just a good way to get some pertinent information that applies to all of our spouses and family members out. And so we thank you again. We've had a number of podcast sessions last year and gave out some really great information about back to school and resilience. So you can tune into some of those if you want to go back and listen to them. But thanks again for being here with us. And as you know, Jimmy and I have been married 34 years. So I've been a spouse for 34 years. We've got three adult children who are all Army officers and a son-in-law who's in the Army. So we are definitely an Army family.
3: Hello, everybody, and thank you, Holly, for hosting this podcast. My name is Alexandra Grinston, and my husband and I have been married for almost 26 years. We have two daughters, a high school senior and a sophomore college. And I work part-time, but I also volunteer for a variety of organizations. And I'm really excited that Maria and I have been able to do these podcasts together with AUSA and we really try to find some interesting topics that give you some information and are at the same time entertaining for you to listen to. And I'm really excited that for today's topic, finding happiness and connection through music, we are joined by three amazing military spouses. Hello, Heidi, Deirdre and Victoria. Hi, Alexandra. Thank you so much
4: for having us on. I am Heidi Ackerman. I am the director of the American military spouses choir and our home base is right in DC. I am an army veteran myself. I served for seven years with the United States army field band, and I am the lucky woman to be married to Sergeant first class, Dustin Mollick, who serves in the U S army band Pershing's own based at Fort Meyer. Thanks, Heidi. We're so
1: excited that you could join us. And Deirdre, could you kindly introduce yourself?
5: Hello. Hello, everyone. Thank you so much. I'm so honored to be here. I'm Deirdre Stubbs, and I am a very proud Army wife married to Colonel Jeremiah Stubbs, soon-to-be-retired Colonel Jeremiah Stubbs. He is currently an Army physician at Fort Belvoir, Pretty much where he started his career and he's going to actually end it there so it's actually kind of nice he's pretty excited about it after 30 years we have two sons one is a junior in college and the other one is teaching he is teaching here in the montgomery county school area i live in the rockville maryland area and i am a realtor and i spend a lot of time volunteering in my community but i absolutely love being an army wife And I keep myself affiliated with the spouse's group, the luncheons, and all of that. So thank you so much for having me. Such an honor.
1: Well, congratulations on your retirement. And we are honored that you all are joining us today. And Victoria, do you mind introducing yourself?
6: Hi, ladies. My name is Victoria Vandenberg-McAdoo. I have been married to my soldier, Anthony McAdoo, for a whopping four years now. Anthony is currently the Human Resource Command Sergeant Major here at Fort Knox, Kentucky, where we reside. I am the Mission Support Battalion's Public Affairs Officer here at Fort Knox, a job that I truly love and enjoy doing. I really have gotten to see the Army from a different side now that I'm kind of inside and I have my own battalion now. So it's a great job here at the Mission Support Battalion. Um, I have my bachelor's degree from Link University in Pennsylvania. I'm a member of Beta Phi Beta Shoei Incorporated, and I have adorable dog named Memphis.
2: That's great. I mean, we have such a diverse group here on our call today, and I think that's really representative of all of our spouses in the Army. And so what a great group of people, and just to kind of transition into why we chose the topic of finding happiness and connection through music we all know it's been a long two years of enduring through this pandemic but we've heard people say they've been struggling with mental health they've been struggling with how they find joy and purpose in their everyday life many things have changed not just for military people but for everyone during this pandemic and so we thought as we're coming through that as well as coming out of winter emerging from everything that we've been dealing with we thought we'd like to highlight some of the things that helped to bring us joy and what better way to find joy is through music right through the expression of the arts and music is definitely one of those so i know that we've all heard of betty white unfortunately died last year right before her 100th birthday but i ran across a quote of hers. she said everybody needs a passion that's what keeps life interesting if you live without passion you can go through life without leaving any footprints I really like that because I think that when we are passionate about something we can not only fulfill something within ourselves but then we can share that great passion with others and so today we're going to be talking to these three very talented spouses who are pursuing their passion and they're leaving footprints so Let's start with Heidi and Deidre, so thanks for introducing yourselves and you're both members of the American Military Spouses Choir. Can you tell us a little bit about the choir and then how you decided to get involved with it?
4: Yes, of course. So I am the director of the Spouses Choir. Our founder, Kathy, brought me on in January of 2020 And if you remember back then, we had no idea what was about to happen in all of our lives. And within about six weeks, everything was canceled and our lives were all put on hold because of the pandemic. So it has been a very exciting two and a half years with the Spouses Choir as we adapt to the pandemic and to our new normal. The American Military Spouses Choir, we are under an organization called CAML and CAMO was founded in 2010 to provide music as therapy and artistic development for veterans, active duty service members, and their family members. It's so fascinating to hear you use that Betty White quote and this whole podcast about happiness and connection through music, because that's basically CAMO's mission statement. We focus on two specific areas, creating therapeutic music programming and outlets for veterans, Service members and their family members, as well as training and educating them for music industry related career opportunities. And we talk a great deal about wellness and music. We raise awareness to the sacrifices and to the service of our veterans, our active duty members, and their family members. We talk about singing and listening and, of course, writing. We have songwriting workshops where people can work through maybe their trauma related to service or related to their family members service and how they can channel that into writing music because everyone has a personal story to share and audiences respond well to this. It's therapeutic for us as musicians and us as audience members. And finally, our community outreach. CAMEL regularly partners with local and regional and national outreach programs to identify those who may benefit from our services and to extend outreach and raise funds to support ongoing programs. The Spouses Choir fits into CAMEL's overarching mission by creating community for military spouses through music. We're often called the force behind the force. And as we all know, as military spouses, it can be an isolating experience, sometimes very focused on our military counterparts, And so the Spouse's Choir is all about being a spouse. It's about us creating music. We're all married to active duty or retired service members. All of us have members in the Army, Navy, Air Force, Marines, Coast Guard. All of our branches are represented amongst our chorus. And like I said, I've been able to direct our choir since 2020 and we've really adapted so well to this pandemic and to executing our mission, which was creating community and music for our spouses, our military spouses.
2: I love how you have the wellness component, because my passion is nutrition, and that's what I've done for my career for the last 38 years. So that's really wonderful that you've been able to connect so many pieces into the music piece. So thanks for explaining that to us. Go ahead, Deidre, and tell us a little bit more about your involvement.
5: Thank you so much. Heidi, that was great, and we're so excited. I've been in the organization a little bit longer. I actually started somewhere around 2012. It's kind of fuzzy right now, 2011, 2012. And I came in at the time that we were getting ready to prepare for a recording. They were reaching out to spouses, and I was fortunate enough to have been chosen to go in and do one of the recordings. And as a result of that, someone saw the recording, and they wanted us to compete with America's Got Talent. So as a result, we did not put the recording out so that we could be eligible to go on America's Got Talent. And we actually went straight to the judges at that point, and we performed at the live show in Chicago. We actually were chosen, and I want to say that that was probably one of the most surreal experiences that I've ever had. I was terrified, but it was exhilarating also at the same time. They were very supportive, very encouraging, and pretty much on the same wavelength as Camel because they just promote music and entertainment. And so it's a great medium in order to promote the art. So we did that and we went on to Radio City Music Hall twice. We performed their live and we went to the semifinal. And then after that, We were actually scheduled to go to several other places if we ended up going out to California, where I've had the opportunity to be on the Queen Latifah show. We've been to Boca Raton. Our trip to Hollywood, California, we did the Queen Latifah show, also included a recording at Capitol Records. We've done some telethons on the military channel, and we also did some items at the Home and Garden show. So that was actually a great experience. We were able to meet lots of people. And interestingly enough, you have no idea who actually watches America's Got Talent. So we were in awe of people like, oh my gosh, you know, that's who And they're like, but we saw you guys, you were representing the military, we love that. So it was actually very touching to know that people that we think are like, oh my gosh, Ben Vereen and all these people there actually watching us as well, so that was actually enriching to just kind of know they're just people too. Also, the most recent trips that we took was to Honolulu, Hawaii, and I just want to say that that was probably another highlight of being a part of this organization. We actually sang at Pearl Harbor on the USS Missouri, so I am just grateful to be here and to be a part of such a great organization that spreads the love through music such a universal language and truly it's therapy for all.
3: Thank you, Deirdre, for sharing your experiences with the choir with us. I think it's just wonderful that you found the choir where you can pursue your passion, but then you also have so many great experiences with members of the choir. And it sounds like you get to meet a lot of interesting people. I'm not a singer, but I'm assuming that singing can put you in a really good mood and helps you de-stress and relax. And I believe that when you're in a choir, you probably get a sense of belonging and you connect with the other singers through your music or through the music that you listen to, that you sing. Now, what I would like to know is how often do you meet? And during the pandemic or during the last two years, were you able to meet in person or did you do it virtually? And how is that working right now? It's interesting. Even before covid we actually would
5: do Skype. We would have everyone on a Skype. So we, I think we were preparing for this because we would actually have a number of people on Skype and then a number of people that were actually live. But since the pandemic, it's pretty much been all virtual with Zoom or some type of Teams or some type of online. And for the most part, there were some times when we did some hybrids where they'd have some in person and some on Zoom. So What do you think, Heidi? That's pretty much how we've been doing it, right?
4: Yes, exactly. And it's been a good challenge for us to practice virtually because during the height of the pandemic, we weren't able to get together in any amount of people, but it's been fun. So the first time we all sang together post pandemic was a recording for WETA, the local PBS station. We were featured on their holiday special. And that was fun. We learned that music virtually and then all showed up together, sang together for the first time. And that was one of my first times actually singing with the group at all and getting to hear everyone in person. So we practiced for about a half hour and then we recorded, we recorded the audio and the video just in one quick day and went on our merry way. The same thing, the beautiful performance that Deidre spoke about in Hawaii at Pearl Harbor. That was another one where we all practiced virtually and coming together in Hawaii was the first time we were all together. I mean, all of us are military spouses, so we get this, right? We're all located in different areas. So we have people logging in in Florida and Texas and Colorado. One of our members just got orders, so they are moving to Hawaii. So they'll be tuning in from Hawaii to Virginia to Alaska. We have members everywhere. And so we tune in virtually, prepare, and practice so that when we're back together in person for the performance, we're ready to go. Thank you, Heidi and Deirdre, for telling us all about that and
1: how you do your practices, especially now that we have been going through the pandemic. So can I
4: ask you both, do you have a favorite performance? Thank you for that question. Yeah, I would say probably most recently that trip to Hawaii My grandfather is a World War II veteran and stormed the beaches of Normandy. He was a colonel in the Marine Corps, and the chance to go to Pearl Harbor and to sing on that hallowed ground—I'll never forget that. We were singing for a big event, and the closing number was "God Bless the USA." And I mean, I'm going to get choked up. It was dark, it was raining, and we. We're just singing the words to God bless the USA, and everyone there stood up when we got to the lyrics. And I'll proudly stand up next to you and defend her still today. And just to be there in the shadow of those who have served before, especially in the shadow of those who have given the greatest sacrifice of their life in defense of this country, and then also in honor of those who are currently serving, To be there on that hollow ground and to sing those words and to move an audience to their feet, I'll never forget that day.
5: Yeah, and I'd actually like to add to that. That really was a very touching moment. It always seems that if you have the audience participation, that actually enhances and it kind of makes us feel that we've done the job that we were there to do. And even in America's Got Talent, the entire audience stood up and we all cried. We were all just overwhelmed, overjoyed. I mean standing ovations even the judges and you know when you get the judges to stand that's a big deal but i will also say there were some performances that i did for an organization be wise with camo and the energy in the room was just phenomenal just great i mean there were some great moments also i actually met jerry lewis the jerry lewis it was just fantastic and i also in california just want to mention that the temptations were in our hotel so we were standing around talking to them. And one of the guys said, I remember seeing you on America's Got Talent. You can sing, girl. And I was like, oh my gosh, that's a temptation. They that to me. That's crazy. So it was quite interesting. And going back to the Jerry Lewis, he was there with a lady who was perhaps his caretaker. I'm not quite sure. And I asked her permission. I said, can I speak to Mr. Lewis? And she was like, oh, absolutely. So I introduced myself and I said, hi, nice to meet you. And then I, of course, told him it was a pleasure and an honor to be here to perform here at the Kennedy Center with him. So as I was turning, the lady that was with him said, oh, I was rooting for you guys on America's Got Talent. And I'm thinking, wow, here we go again. You know, someone else who's with the Jerry Lewis, she's like looking at us, the American Military Spouses Choir. So those were really some magical moments and some things that were quite touching.
2: Wow, that's amazing. So it sounds like, the interactions that you get to have, not just with one another who have the same talent and passion that you have, but then also getting to meet different people and feeling the energy and the support that people have for you. And then just being part of something bigger than yourself, anything else that you find particularly fulfilling about being part of this choral group. And then just to kind of follow up with, how do you get the word out and how can other military spouses hear you perform? or not just spouses, anybody in general, how do they hear you perform?
5: I'd say when we get together, we're like sisters. It technically is a sisterhood. Now we did at one point have males, but it's pretty much gone back to just all female because it used to be called the military wives, but now it's military spouses. So it's almost like in a sorority, and I am in a sorority, Alpha Kappa Alpha Sorority Incorporated, It's the same concept. We have a common goal. We all pretty much know when we hear someone talk about their husband's deployed, oftentimes there were spouses that their husbands were deployed. They had family members that were taking care of the kids while they were away. There was probably never a time when we didn't have someone whose spouse was deployed. We had probably, we started out with probably about 50 members. There were about 37 of us that actually went to America's Got Talent. And now I think we have roughly around 20 or so members, and we're just really excited when we get to see each other. I mean, it's like we just start over from where we left off, and I think it's a very special bond. I've grown to love some really great people and multi-talented, not just singers. They just have all kinds of talents. I mean, we've got well-educated women, and it's been a blast.
3: Heidi or Deirdre, could you tell our listeners if the American Military Spouses Choir still accepts new members? And if you do, how can military spouses contact you?
4: Yes, we are definitely accepting new members. We are all over social media. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram under American Military Spouses Choir. And you could message us there We're sharing our stories constantly. We're sharing performances. We're sharing the history of the members of our group. We do a feature on Sundays called Celebration Sunday, where we celebrate a promotion or a new baby or new orders to Hawaii. (laughs) And so, yes, follow us there on Facebook and Instagram. And you can always email me. I am the one that you'd want to talk to if you'd like to join us. And my email is Heidi, H-E-I-D-I at camomusic.org, C-A-M-M-O music.org. And we would love to have your voice strengthen our force and have you join our chorus. It doesn't matter where you are stationed, doesn't matter where you're at, we will take you and we would love to make music with you and to work toward our mission of creating a supportive community of military spouses.
1: Thank you, everyone. What a wonderful and uplifting discussion. Very inspiring. To our listeners, please stay tuned, because in just a moment, we will hear from Victoria Vanderburgh McAdoo on her inspiration in writing her song, Lima, Oscar, Victor, Echo, You.
0: Join AUSA, the Army's premier professional association and host of the largest land power exposition in the United States. AUSA is open to everyone, including all ranks and components. So, whether you have a relationship with the U.S. Army or simply want to honor those who serve, you can learn more at ausa.org/join.
1: So we are back with Family Voices as we continue our discussion on finding your passion and happiness, especially through music. You just heard a clip from a song written by Victoria Vanderburg McAdoo. Hi, Victoria. Hello. Would you kindly share your story on how you came about writing a song? Yes, thank you so
6: much for having me. So when I married my soldier, he was a brigade command sergeant major who had already been in the Army for about 26 years. And I didn't know what a brigade was, let alone what a CSM was, or any of the other acronyms that come along with marrying him. So when we got to Fort Campbell, I went to the Army 101 class at ACS, and I met some amazing spouses there, first and foremost, of course. But by the end of that week-long course, I realized the thing that bonded the spouses the most was our collective knowledge of nothing. Like, we really just did not know what we did not know. We couldn't read ranks we didn't know military time we didn't know what an frg was so when it came time for me to write the song the theme that resonated most organic with me was quite literally my lack of army knowledge and how it directly played into my life or my new life with my soldier
1: i can remember those days victoria (laughs) (laughs) and then when i wrote this song i just wanted my thought
6: was to let other new spouses know that it was okay to not know and to just kind of enjoy the unique journey that you and your spouse are going to be on through this process because you really don't know what you don't know. So coming in the army at that level, it was a bit of a baptism by fire, but I wouldn't change it.
1: So when you wrote the song, did you have a background in music? I do
6: not. I played the flute from elementary school through college, so I'm able to read music. I did write my college graduation song, so that was the only other song that I ever wrote and composed besides this one. So I do have a background just in writing poetry, and with lyrics to music and poetry, it's kind of a seamless transition, so it came out quite naturally.
3: I think it's wonderful that you took your experience as a new Army spouse who didn't know anything about the military and then wrote a song about it. But can you tell us how the song was then actually produced or recorded?
6: Sure. So I teamed up with a program called Operation Song. They are a 501c3 nonprofit organization out of Nashville, Tennessee, They were founded in 2012, and their mission is just to empower veterans, active duty military members, and their families to tell their story through the process of songwriting. So you don't need any songwriting or musical experience. You just need the willingness to share your story. And then Operation Song pairs you up with a singer and songwriter. So once I had put my song together, I was paired with Cindy Morgan, who is a singer-songwriter, And Operation Song put us together just by happenstance, and she took the song and kind of put it to a tune, and I was like, okay, that's exactly what was in my head. That works.
2: That is so exciting, Victoria. I just am so humbled every day to learn of the talents that so many of our military and our Army spouses have. I personally love to sing along with the radio or whatever, but do not have a good voice so I don't sing in front of other people. I wish I could because the experiences that you all have had sound absolutely amazing. I feel like as the spouse of chief of staff of the Army that every single day I am just amazed by the talent that our spouses have. And the good thing is that Alexandra and I get to showcase the talent that spouses have. When Jimmy took over as the chief of staff of the Army almost three years ago, I felt like it was my mission to let the world know how amazing our spouses are. So I started my little platform that I call SAS you know, in the Army, you have to have an acronym. SAS stands for Spotlighting Army Spouses. And I really try to take the opportunity, every chance I get, as does Alexandra, to spotlight our amazing Army spouses. And so the three of you are great examples of that. So thank you so, so much for telling us about your amazing talents and for joining
1: us on this podcast today. Thank you, Maria and Alexandra, for Spotlighting Our Army Spouses. We truly do love hearing the journeys as we have heard today. Well, our time has come to an end. Maria, Alexandra, Heidi, Deirdre, and Victoria, all of us here at AUSA would like to sincerely thank you for sharing the importance of finding passion and leaving your footprints. To our listeners, may I ask you, what is your passion? What puts that smile on your face and makes your heart sing? And how do you share it with others and pass it on? Our hope is that you have already found your joy, and if you're looking for more, as you've heard today, music has been found to be motivational. It boosts the immune system, it lowers stress, it creates bonds, and it triggers that happiness. Thank you for joining us on Family Voices, and remember, no matter where you are or what you're doing on your journey, let us here at AOSA Family Readiness be your eyes, ears, and voice. We are here for you.
0: To all our listeners, thanks for joining us. Be sure to subscribe to the Army Matters Podcast on iTunes and everywhere podcasts are found. The Army Matters Podcast series is brought to you by the Association of the United States Army, the U.S. Army's Professional Association, member supported, Army connected. Visit us at AUSA.org for more information or to become a member. Your membership helps AUSA continue to carry out its mission to educate, inform, and connect with the total Army our industry partners, and our supporters of a strong national defense. For questions or to provide topic recommendations, email us at podcast at Have a great Army Day. Hua.